0: Online Crossroads fam, welcome or welcome back to our midweek service we call Crossroads. I want to thank Crossroads Student Ministry for sponsoring this and want to encourage you, if you've not subscribed to our podcast, please do that. You can get notifications of when we have a new one up and uh, maybe send us uh, just some feedback. Let us know what you think about what we're doing. And uh, just send us some maybe ideas that you'd have for us to talk about. But we—it's uh, been a couple of weeks since I've done anything. I uh, had a, a little accident, uh, tore some ligaments in a finger, strangest thing. But anyway, I had to have some surgery. And between that and this thing we call friendsgiving that we do with our students, Thanksgiving, and now in the the heat of getting ready for Christmas, it's just been busy. It seems like I'm living on energy drinks. Yep. And I know that's not good for you, but uh, there's a lot of things I do that's not good for me. So anyway, what we were talking about uh, in our last podcast are hard talks. We we had a series that we did called Hard Talks, and it was conversations that parents have with their students or with their children or parents need to have with their children. But sometimes it's difficult to talk about it because from a kid's perspective, the things parents say, it's either you're just saying that because you're my parent or You don't want me to have any fun. You don't understand anything about who I am. The same things we thought about our parents, today's kid thinks about their parent. And so through this, we thought maybe this would give parents a little easier opportunity through conversations at home about some of the topics that that we brought up and some of the issues that are going on today. The thing that we're going to hit on this podcast, um, didn't get a chance to video this one, so it's just going to be me talking for this one, um, is music. Music has always been a part of my life, and I absolutely love music. I have music constantly going in my office. Um, I just I love music, and it, I think it stems back to my childhood. My father, he was an accomplished pianist. Uh, well, uh, he was country, so I don't guess he would be called a pianist. He played the piano. Uh, he played the guitar. He played the fiddle, whatever he could get his hands on. He was very, very musical, but he grew up in a time where that's what families did. They would get around a piano, or they would go to a relative's house that had pianos and guitars and banjos and things. And that's what they do on weekends. And so he grew up just knowing how to play. And so music's always been in our house. Growing up, we had a piano. So I was always listening to piano. Uh, My sister plays very well. I played for a little while, but then there was this thing called football that I was introduced to, and that was a lot more interesting to me than a piano. Uh, So now I can sing, but for the most part, I don't. I just enjoy music. And music is it's one of the few things that can just really stir somebody. Uh, it, it can evoke emotions to an extent. Uh, you can hear, you know, an anthem song. You know, if you hear, for me personally, like if I hear Phil Collins in the air, I think back to when I was in high school getting ready for a football game and we would listen to that song before we went out of the field house. It's just one of those songs, you know, the the driving drum, boom, 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 you know it. I just loved it. Um, And then, you know, there are songs that could bring sad emotion. Um, Today's music, excuse me for a second, (coughs) today's music, I don't know that they have what we called love songs back in the day, those songs that you would play uh, on dates or whatever it was, Uh, maybe you're at a high school dance, they played your favorite slow song and you would dance to it and think, oh, this girl loves me and she was just. Killing time for the most part, but any maybe that was just me, but their songs, you know, if you had a girl break up with you or a guy break up with you, there were songs that you would hear and it would just it would just wreak havoc on your emotions because it's like you're singing exactly what's going on in my life. Um, their songs, you know, to this day that I listen to and it, it brings a certain emotion. Uh, you know, sometimes when I have a bad day. Um, a lot of folks don't understand this, but I was Kenny a long time before I was Brother Kenny. And so there's some stuff from back in the day that just sticks in my head. And, you know, there's some days that I've had a bad day or I'm ill about something and I want some angry music. And so I'll put in some Limp Bizkit or I'll put in some, oh, I, don't, I don't know, Linkin Park or something like that. Just something that just kind of screams for a minute. And I'm like, OK, I'm better now. Um, but I've always loved music. But one of the things that we find is that music is kind of it's kind of a gateway to a lot of things. Um, you look back through history, and music has always stirred people, but it's not always a good stirring. Um, back in, I think it was the 60s, it might have been the 50s even, when the Beatles came to America. You know, uh, the American people, well, the older American people couldn't stand them because they had long hair and you know, that's subjective to what you think long hair is. But they had long hair, and um, they didn't like the way it stirred the teenage girls. And then, of course, there was Elvis Presley. And Elvis Presley, you know, they couldn't stand him because he shook his hips. And what is his songs talking about? Hound Dog. You know, what does that actually mean? Um, When the Rolling Stones was on the Ed Sullivan show, they made them change the lyrics because in their song, Let's Spend the Night Together, that was too offensive for the American public. And so they made them change the lyrics to Let's Spend some Time Together. And it's funny, if you ever see a video of that, you see Mick Jagger roll his eyes as he says it. But music is one of those things that is always just kind of, it affects everyone in a certain way. Um, and I am at the age now to where I listen to today's music and I find myself being much like my father going, I just don't get it. What is this garbage? And I'll say things sometimes and, and my wife, she'll go, all right, Kendall. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounded just like my dad. Um, but one of the things we find is that what is accepted today in music used to be something that was not accepted and it's pretty much culture in general. Through the television shows, uh, even commercials, there's profanity in commercials now. I saw a Burger King commercial about a, the, what is it, the, it's not unbelievable, it's some kind of whopper that's made out of something other than meat. And there's a, a cowboy on there and he claims that he is a fool. And it's not just a fool, he's got to throw an expletive in it. Um, but music, uh, there was a time when things were insinuated I can remember my wife and I were at this thing that our, uh, that Chilton County High School does. It's called Blast from the Past. And it is an amazing showcase of extremely talented kids. Uh, and they sing songs from days gone by, hence Blast from the Past. And we were sitting there one day and, uh, or one evening when the performance was going on, and I just started really paying attention to the lyrics. Now, that's something I, I used to not really think much about because, to me, what hooks me in music is the, the sound. You know, if you've got a driving guitar, you got a thumping beat, or, you know, whatever it is, there, the hook is usually the music. That's what's going to grab you first. And then you find yourself singing along with it, but a lot of times you don't really even pay attention to what you're singing. Um, case in point, when I was a kid, there was a, a group, uh, and they were known for being filthy and When I was a kid, I thought that's what I wanted to listen to because I thought that was cool because parents hated it. Typical teenager. Um, And in the middle of the night, I was asleep and my sister came and woke me up and she said, you better shut up. And I said, what are you talking about? And in my sleep, I was rapping to one of those songs and it was horrible. And, you know, that was one of the first times I realized, you know, even if you don't pay attention to what you're seeing, those things stick in your mind. But... We were sitting at Blast from the Past, and I'm listening to the lyrics of some of these songs, and it was a song that I, I would think, it, yeah, it was in the 50s, and it was a song called Wake Up Little Susie. And as you listen to it, you go, well, that's, that's a good song. But then I started thinking, I said, you know, I wonder when they wrote this, if what they were really talking about. Because best I can remember, they were at a drive-in watching a movie. Fell, he fell asleep. She fell asleep, and they woke up, and the movie was over. And it was almost morning time, and he still had her out. Um, Now, just like today, a lot of things can be read into what lyrics are, but that could be taken as there was more to that than just watching a movie. Uh, As we got into the 60s and 70s, the 60s, you know, the Beatles singing the song Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Well, years later, you find out, oh, no, they're singing about the drug, LSD. Or maybe you found out years later. Maybe you knew right away. But it was kind of a hidden thing. They didn't just come straight out and say, hey, I'm going to do drugs. Um, There's been talk about uh, a song called Afternoon Delight. And I can remember as a kid hearing that song, and thinking that's just a fun song. And it is. It's a fun song. But when the lyrics are broken down, they're talking about having sex in the afternoon or during a lunch break or something like that. And I, I, when the first time I heard it, I was like, no, nah, that can't be. But as I listened to the song and just really focused on the lyrics, I was like, huh, yeah, it could definitely be that. Music used to insinuate. It used to hide the true meaning behind the song. Uh, but what we're seeing today in today's culture is, it doesn't really hide the lyrics anymore. Hey, that's my phone. I guess I should probably mute that. Sorry. There we go. Um, it's not really hidden anymore. I have the privilege of being the chaplain of Chilton County High School football team. And um, part of what I do is I'm, I'm on the sidelines on Friday nights. And my wife says I'm the get-back coach for the coach, that I keep our head coach out of trouble. Um uh, our, our head coach, I've just grown to love that man and just think a lot of him, what he's doing with our kids. But in the pregame time, there's always music playing, and it is your typical music, um, I guess you would call it rap music, of today's culture. And I say it like that because in my mind, listening to it, they can't rap. They don't... man. Y'all don't know nothing about Run DMC. You you can't understand rap until you're spitting fire with Run DMC. I mean, that's that's rap music. Today's stuff is just mumble rap. And it's just got an incredible beat. But I started listening to the lyrics a couple of seasons ago. And I went to the head coach and said, Coach, I know before a football game, you're not really thinking a whole lot about the music that's being played. But there's some awful music being played and he said really and I said yes sir and we went on about our you know that was towards the end of the season and then this year I started getting messages from families and they were like you know that's that's terrible what's being played and so I mentioned it again to the coach and I've encouraged the kids or, or the parents of these kids to hey send emails to the principal uh, they they have to approve the playlist and the thing is is profanity is taken out um things about sex is taken out to an extent but as you're leading up to it if the only thing you remove is a certain word you still know exactly what they're talking about but the last game of our home season no excuse me the second to the last game of our home season uh the coach and I were walking around and I was out there before he was and the first three songs all the songs talked about was smoking dope. And I, I when I heard the first one, I went, no, I didn't hear that right. But when he says something about getting 25 key, that's uh, kilos, um, he talked about, uh, what was it? It was rolling a, what was it? Rolling a, rolling a doobie, I think is what he said. But I mean, the whole thing was just talking about doing drugs selling drugs and I'm watching the kids on the football field you know they're bobbing their head to the beat and stuff but then I, I look and they're singing right along with it so I go to one of the football players I said hey can you give me that playlist he said yeah I'll shoot it to you so he shot me the playlist and I started looking it up online and in talking with our students I asked them I said do you know this song and I started calling out some of the names of the song and they are your typical teenage kid um if If my son breaks something at the house, I go, hey, did you know this was broken? Uh, His first response is going to be, oh, crap, I'm in trouble, so he's going to try to figure a way out of it before he answers. Our students are the same way. It's like when I say about TikTok and the kids just freaked out. I asked them, did they know the songs? And, you know, the majority of them, they just kind of nodded their head. And I said, the lyrics in this, you realize what you're singing when you sing this. And you saw kind of a blank look go across their face. They didn't really paying attention to what they were singing. And it it absolutely blew my mind because I found what I was convicted of when I was in high school, our kids were starting to be convicted of because of them knowing these songs. And I I told them, I said, you know, I watch the football team, I look in the bleachers, I see our cheerleaders come down, and they're singing along with these songs, but when it gets to a bad part, they stop and just kind of grin at each other. It's like, ooh, we know what they're saying, but we're not going to say it, so that makes it okay. Well, we're still, in essence, we're promoting what the song is talking about. Now, it's not saying we're going to go off and do drugs and things, but by us being okay with that, we're just kind of turning a blind eye to what the message is. And as I said about the song that I grew up with, if it gets in your head enough before long, it becomes part of who you are. And that's one of the things that I stress to our students. Do you realize how this can affect you? If you're listening to a song and it's speaking about a woman in a negative connotation uh, for guys, if you hear it long enough in your mind, that's what a woman is going to be. You know, maybe she's going to be a garden tool. You get what I'm saying there? Um it's, it's one of these things that music has a way to connect with us on a deep level. And I've always heard people say, well, you know, Satan's in control of the music. And they say, you can find it in Scripture. I can't say that that's 100% right. I, I can't say I've ever pulled up Scripture that says, and at this point, Satan was given the radio. I don't know. But I do know that music has a way to um, connect you to things that are not necessarily good talking with the football team one day I just started asking them the same questions about the music that they listen to and you know everyone wants to cast stones or, or, or just you know throw all the blame at rap music but then I started talking to them about country music and we live in the south so country music's a big thing here never liked it myself but our kids a lot of our kids do <clears throat> and I started talking to them about some of the music that they listen to and I you know, quoted some of the lyrics to songs and they all started laughing. I said, you realize what this is talking about? And they're all like, yeah. And I was like, and you're okay with that? And they just looked at me. I said, okay, let's, let's flash forward, you know, 10 or 15 years down the road. When you're married and you've got a daughter, now how does that song sound to you? If another boy is singing that song about your daughter. And when I said that, they just kind of stopped. It stopped them, stopped them in their shoes. And I was like, Guys, you've got to understand the importance of what we allow to come in our head. And the thing that I try to share with our students is before long, you're going to be in that adult stage where you're making decisions. And you are solely responsible for your future, your family, your environment, and the things that you're accepting now. What's going to be accepted when your kids are teenagers, and when I said that, they just kind of looked at me. I said, "I would imagine none of you have ever thought about that." But when I was a kid, there was a cartoon, and the cartoon, of course, was Bugs Bunny and um, Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. And there were scenes where Daffy Duck would get shot in the face with a shotgun, and his bill would spin around his head, and then he would pick it back up and put it back on his face. Well, society came and they said, "Oh, that's that's terrible. We're teaching." Uh, children to be uh, evil, who shoot each other in the face and things like that. So they edited those cartoons. Yet we have no problem with promoting music that talks about killing people, that talks about uh, having sex with whoever, that talks about passing along diseases that, that you might have to someone else, that talks about doing drugs and selling drugs. That's totally fine. And I I can't understand how our society is fine with that, other than there's billions of dollars to be made with that. One of the things that we talk about with our students is they are the guinea pigs of society. If someone comes up with an idea, it is brought to the teenage people first, and they're kind of the, the test dummies for it because, well, for lack of a better way to say it, if... The teenagers accepted corporate world knows they're going to make a lot of money. When MTV was devised, when they came up with MTV, it targeted teenagers. One of the first big sponsors on MTV was Budweiser. Why Budweiser? Because Budweiser knew, hey, teenagers, they're going to slip off and do stuff against their parents' will. Drinking one of those things. If we promote ourselves through what they're watching all the time, then guess what? They're going to be buying our product. And the world turns a blind eye to it and says, well, that's okay. And it's not okay. The stuff that's coming in our head, the music that's on our playlist, uh, you know, we could be the Sunday school route and say, you know, if Jesus was sitting beside you, would you share your earphone with him? Well, guess what? If you are a follower of Christ, then the Holy Spirit dwells within you. And if that Holy Spirit is with you, he's with you in everything that you're doing. And that convicts me as much as it would anyone the music that you listen to, it affects people. What kind of effect does it have on you? If you're a parent, do you know what your excuse me? Do you know what your kids listen to? You know, have you ever just sat down and got their phone and pulled up their playlist and looked at the lyrics? You know, it's just something I think about a good bit. Uh, today's world, uh, I don't know all the ins and outs of. Apple Music or whatever kind of music it is. I know a lot of folks now, you don't have to download songs anymore. You buy a monthly subscription to a particular music group and you can listen to music, whatever it is. I don't even know if you have playlists. But if you were to sit down and listen to what your kids listen to, could you give it a thumbs up? And when we started talking about that, I saw some parents that were in there and the shock on their face. You know, we've got to stay on top of what's going on with our kids. We must be paying attention to those things. Music is a powerful thing, but it's something that needs to be addressed. And I hope you've uh, maybe gotten something out of my rambling uh, during this time. Uh, if you're a youth pastor, I want to encourage you to spend some time listening to music and talk to your students about it. Um, every genre of music, too. It's not just strictly country or rap. It's every music out there. There's messages being poured into our kids' heads that are not good. But at the same time, there's wonderful music out there. I just listened today to a, a song by one of my favorite artists. I've got an artist that I've been digging for a couple years. His name's N.F. It's not his name. That's what he goes by. But he's a white kid. He's a rapper. And you're talking about spitting fire? Come on, son. He is amazing. And I was listening to this song today and it's called pay my dues. And I was like, man, it's strong. Um, there's great music out there as youth ministers. What kind of music are you promoting to your kids? And of course we all have praise and worship. We, we have these things, but outside of your worship set, what kind of music do you suggest your kids listen to? What kind of music are you playing for your kids? Um, and if you're a teenager What's going in your head? Because eventually what's going in is going to come out. Is it going to be a good thing or is it going to be a bad thing? Thanks again for listening. Uh, shoot us some uh, some comments. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can go to KennyCrossroads.com, and that's uh, got all of my social media uh, information on there. Send me something. I'd love to hear from you. I uh, pray that, through again, through my ramblings, you might have gotten something. And as always, thank you so much for being a part of Crossroads.